0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from MoonPig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
1: Moonpig.com
2: Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy.
3: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy in in Quarantine, quarantine. we talk to good friends and great comedians about relationships, love, and we answer your advice questions. Ain't that the truth. We're getting there. We're figuring out what (laughs) this new incarnation of the show in quarantine is Naomi the the intro
4: well I think it's a fun time I think the intro is on a journey and I'm into it and I think
3: (laughs) a lot of people are probably just half paying attention anyway sure Uh, how many episodes did it take us to do the original to get to the original it took us a couple yeah I
4: think it took us like it's a real solid uh handful this is the behind the scenes action you want to hear <laughs> right the point is you guys you have already heard the voice of today's guest Ooh. and it is wonderful and beautiful today we are answering your relationship questions with actor host writer brian safi raconteur, raconteur. i'm very much into that mm. i love calling people raconteur i know it's like very old school mm. you don't hear it enough mm. You know Brian from his podcast, Throwing Shade, which he co hosts with Aaron Gibson, Ask Rana, which he co hosts with Rana Glickman, Groceries, and from his work as an actor on the show 911
3: on Fox. And you know him from two episodes of Couples Therapy. Ain't that the truth? A true friend of the show. He was on when we did the first time we were at Sketchfest with Arden Marine. Yep. And he was on with his Throwing Shade co host,
4: Aaron Gibson. <laughs> He was indeed always a good time to talk to Brian. We really had a good time answering some questions, talking life and love. And if you guys ever want us and a guest or just us to answer a relationship question of mm-hmm. yours, holler at us. We have a dial in line and that number is three, two, three, five, two, four, seven, eight, three, nine. We love when you call in because it lets us hear your voice, know where you're at emotionally, which really informs the advice I give. Yes. All right. You can hear that even even today in, in the episode with Brian.
3: And if you're like me and you have anxiety about answering machines. Which is what really it is. Do you have oh Anxiety
4: yeah. about answer machines? Oh, a ton.
3: Wow. I oh, have no idea. Yeah, you've never seen me pace before. Like, I'll call someone, and then if I have to get their, their uh, not machine anymore, their voicemail. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I will hang up, and then I'll like pace around the house and be like, oh, what is, okay, I see. Wow. Okay, 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 okay. There's nothing I love more than getting a fucking machine.
4: <laughs> Like, my dream is to call people, have them never pick up, and I can just state information, which
3: is a text. So, <laughs> I mean, I understand, but basically... By the way, we are on a an upcoming episode of Ask Rana. Yes, we are. Yeah, so st- stay tuned for that. <laughs> but yes, no, so uh, you can always DM us. That's if you, true. If you got anxiety, if you got social yeah, yeah, anxiety, yeah. feel free to DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Um, and uh, finally, before we get to the episode, uh, every Wednesday, we do a live show on Twitch. It's usually Naomi and myself. Sometimes Sometimes. we have
4: comedian guests and friends joining us. And it is a fun time. Of course, it is free to watch on Twitch. You can be part of the CTQC, Couples Therapy Quarantine Crew. It is a lovely hour to just kick back, relax, and keep it cool.
3: Come crew, queen. (laughs) Oh, oh, that was so bad. No. That was so bad. Both of us looked at each other and was like, what the fuck?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh no,
3: oh, yeah. You know what, folks? Life is an experiment. Sometimes the experiment uh, blows <laughs> up in your face. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> sometimes the uh, the Bunsen burner explodes, sending <laughs> chemicals everywhere. And that's how you get the Joker. So <laughs> So if you want to check that out, it's twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod. All right, we've talked enough. Let's talk some more, but with Brian. Roll it.
4: Brian, you were saying you were like doing well in quarantine before we started, but you also said that you and your lover moved in together shortly before Quar, and I need to know.
3: How shortly before?
2: Like right before, like a few weeks before um okay okay we had met at right before your show a couple years ago at Sketchfest in san francisco he's from san francisco and then we sort of were doing a long short distance thing and and, (laughs) you know we were sort of seeing each other i think almost every weekend after Mm -hmm. that and then he found out he was able to transfer his job down to la and so it was like oh great let's do it and that was like Late Feb, early March, and then um, this all happened, and then like immediately after, he was like, just got furloughed. (laughs) Oh, this is we're in this, and he actually started his job back again yesterday. Okay, so he's back in it, but it's been it's been wild, and it's been full of extra communication and also Mm. extra lack of communication.
4: (laughs) Okay, sounds healthy.
2: It's been a lot of me stewing and brewing and exploding <laughs> and a lot of him handling that.
4: <laughs> okay, so you'd done the long distance things because again, the Sketchfest episode was about two years ago, so it had been a yep. little bit. Now, when you were seeing each other, it would be what, like an overnight, a weekend at most?
2: It would be, yeah. It would be an uh, SFO to Burbank right. back and forth situation. Right, right, right. Um, quick, and You gotta go to Burbank. trips. You gotta go through Burbank. I you mean, gotta, if only to honor Bob Hope, who was I've never laughed at one joke, but apparently he's funny.
3: Hey. I don't know. He loved golf, and if there isn't a funnier <laughs> sport than golf,
2: is comedy gold, the game of golf.
3: <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it was
2: great. It was fun.
3: Do you guys ever go back and watch like old comedy and then wonder what life was like <laughs> that people found that funny?
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah. All the time. I don't really like, I feel like I am very much like my comedic sensibility is very much like of the time I grew up, because even like, even like the Mel Brooks and stuff, like right. I'm kind of like you silly. Like I just
2: don't. the only stuff that makes me the only sort of old fashioned comedy stuff that makes me laugh is really people falling down, which I guess is always <laughs> funny. Do you know what I mean? It's just like the the Marx Brothers, thi- like just when someone yeah, gets right. hurt, Looney okay. Tunes, when someone jumps off a cliff, like. That I still find funny, but any sort of banter, like the Bob Hope thing, I'm always like, yeah. "I this is, I don't get how, this is, you just made a statement. Like, that's not <laughs> funny.
3: Right. Or, like, he just referenced Mimi Eisenhower's dress, and I'm like, uh, right. is "That was that a thing? <laughs> right,
2: right. <laughs> it's a lot of Googling to
3: keep up with their jokes. <laughs> to keep up with the refs, I know. Uh, wait, okay, now, back to Thank you. relationship. Pressure cooker, uh, four months. Because yeah. you
4: had been how long cuz so you see each other for a weekend at most yeah little dating but when was the last time you lived with a years. partner or just any damn body
2: yeah it's been it had been probably i guess 3 or 4 years something like that um and i also one of the things that was very stressful on my last relationship was that he also worked from home and um, do you know what i mean and, and yeah. it just and you know, with like what we do, we're home a lot. Yeah. Um. E- and even when we're going places, we go for a couple of months and then we're back home, and the whole thing. And so, um, so that was the thing I was the most scared of, and I actually think my fear about the situation made it more tense than the actual situation. Because yeah, yeah,
4: yep, yeah. You know what you I mean? Were... This guy's
2: a different person than my ex, and it's just it actually hasn't been so bad.
4: That's interesting, though. Like. I know what you mean, though, about the the worry about the thing being worse than the thing and sort of you yep. put the pressure on it and constantly being like, am I cool with this? Am I cool with this? Is this good? Are we good? Yep. Is it good? But you know how I do.
3: Yes, you react to, <laughs> you react to the fantasy rather than the reality.
4: Okay, fantasy I'm with you, is the Naomi. wrong word, though. No, I'm
3: with you,
2: though. <laughs> I totally get it. I like, okay, so... Um, he my boyfriend went out to um visit his family up north and i was like plotting and planning like my <laughs> excited you know what i mean it was like oh yes. my god i can't wait and then like day 3 i was like bored out of my mind i like hadn't (laughs) talked in two full days like no noise had come out of my mouth and i was like oh no this sucks but and then yesterday i fully exploded on him just just seriously just being like i can't even remember what it was it was just like when i'm in the living room and it's during the day do you think you could just walk in the other room like just like crazy person (laughs) um and then once we talk about it everything's great but but and so it's like back to normal now but it's been i just have a problem keeping things in i'm one of those and then Mm -hmm. just bursting at the seams when it's completely inappropriate.
4: Mm -hmm. Why do you wait till you're bursting though? Because you're saying you have a problem keeping it in, but like, meaning you can't keep it in, right? Is that what you're saying? But no, it sounds like you can. Like you're holding it it too much. You know you, it's like holding, you can't hold your poops or else you'll get constipated.
2: And actually, Naomi, we've talked about poops before on Throwing shit. (laughs) Do you remember Yes, we
4: have. Yes, I (laughs) remember. We're going to do a deep dive I got a colonoscopy. Because (laughs) after that episode, someone wrote me, and he was like, they were like, honestly, you know, I had like stage three colorectal cancer, and I really think you should like check it out. And if I, you know, I hate it waiting so long. And I was literally like, made my appointment December. That, remember? And you had to pick me up. So smart. And, but it was somebody from Throwing Shade who
2: literally got me to figure things out. And I also remember that episode that you were like, Andy's going to freak out that we're talking about poops.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, you were like, yep. Andy is a bathroom phobe.
4: He just like really, it's like a private cocoon time. Don't speak of it.
3: Fair enough. Yes. Look, here's the deal. I don't want to go too far into this. <laughs> be but see, see. Uh, being human is shameful. All of it. The The act of having a body is shameful. All right. And um, when that body then produces brown things, it is, it <laughs> just compounds the shame. And so in order to uh, transcend that yeah. in a divine way, <laughs> one must, Fine. yes, Fine. One, one must create a, um, a sacrosanct area, a spiritual um, s- section of the apartment or house or wherever you live, in order to commune and um, allow that, the communion, the transcending to relax your anus.
2: So many <laughs> words you had to say to not say the thing that happens.
4: Thank you, thank you. And we're in quarantine with one bathroom. I and said that's the problem. Anus, I said it.
2: You did, in no. fact, I think you said relax anus. You said something relax To your your
4: relax your anus. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, apparently honestly, it's a lot about relaxation
3: for Andrew. I'll be
2: honest with you, Andy. That was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> it really was.
3: Thank you. No, but yes, it is, uh, it is. Naomi, when you had your. Sorry, I'm having a weird memory. We can cut this out if it's no. too... if it's strange. When you had your. Colonoscopy. Yes. <laughs> Did I or you say to the doctor, hey, you look like Rory Scoville? Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I said it. Well, the guy... it was not the doctor who
4: I had gone to. It was like the guy when I woke <laughs> up. And I like, and then you can, and I go. Doesn't he look like Rory Scovel? Those are my first <laughs> words when I woke up. And then the thing I thought was so amazing about this too, when you go for the colonoscopy bride, they gave me a buzzer, and they were like, "You'll like when it's your time, your like buzzer." A, like like TGI Friday. like the Cheesecake right. Factory. Yeah, sure. And, then, <laughs> and so literally it went off, and I was like, "Oh my god, my Oreo cheesecake!" And yeah. then they take you in the back, and then Andy came to pick me up. They gave him a buzzer and was yeah. like, "When she's awake."
2: You will be buzzed. And this wasn't like quarantine procedure, right? This nope. was like pre-pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Wow, your table's ready.
3: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. On the way back, I got a uh, a platter of uh, seasoned fries. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. That's all terrific. I wanted
4: after not eating for fucking twenty
3: four hours. Is that so. what
2: happens? You like can't eat? Yeah, not
3: for
4: twenty four hours. It was like, and but then it's like drink, just have broth. And I was like, honey, my stomach can handle it. Wait, I got a,
3: I got a question. Uh, I, how many long-term relationships have you had? Okay. Um,
2: I have had one, two,
3: three, three. Three. Okay. Which, at, at what, was it from the beginning? Was it halfway through one of them? Where did you learn to uh, openly communicate?
2: I mean, a minute ago. Like, truly, like, I always really tried to be someone else at the beginning of dating. Like, I tried to be cool, calm, relaxed, easy, like, (laughs) just nothing gets to me. And then about six months in is when, like, the mask comes off and the other person's like, oh, fuck, we're in this and this person is a completely different person than the person I (laughs) met. And so I I think it's, (laughs) do you know what I, like it's truly just like, before I was like, oh man, nothing. I don't get bothered. I don't get (laughs) worked up. And I read, this is so stupid. I read the list of the rules for dating, Uh which is like, Oh yeah, I know the rules. Yes. Which is like, (laughs) don't accept a date for, for the weekend. If if you're, if you're asked after a Wednesday, Wednesday. (laughs) don't ever be the last person to communicate. So let them be the last person to send a text and then wait until the next day and pretend you were busy. Mm -hmm. Or like, don't be the person uh, don't you know? Don't ever answer after a sec- uh, before a second ring, and like don't be the person to call back. Just be the person to receive the calls, mm-hmm. and always remain a woman of mystery. <laughs> Which for me was obviously a man of mystery, but I fully played by these ancient sexist. Yeah. Just because I just thought everyone was more cool calm and collected and wit- and just had their shit together and i wanted to pass off
4: with i'm that. with you except i was gonna say i'm very impressed you could even make it six months like i probably make it to like you asking me out the first time right like an initial right. meeting i can be like a boom 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 and then like <laughs> we actually go out and i'll just be like here's every feeling i've ever had my mother hates me do you yep. know what i mean and that's like too much and but I would remember, I would always want to be like, even in high school, I'd always be like, Andy, first of all, mouth agape listener. He does not understand the shape-shifting <laughs> no, that Brian and I have done. No,
3: no, no, it's the rules. It,
2: my jaw drops. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, it's it's written by two... Two women. Women. Who, who are like Nuts. Nuts. And um, yeah, it's just t- completely retro. Like it just is like no one should be living like this any longer. And it probably was I probably did this for like three months, but I did keep it up for, for yeah, That's
4: amazing. For but then while, there's also and then did come. you ever, you know the other book that came around the same time, similar, "Why Men Love Bitches?"
2: Yeah, I, re- I never read this book, but I remember this book.
4: And this was, it was, I mean, obviously a lot of the same rules, basically like, be difficult to catch, give him a hard time, because that's what they all want. They want to pursue, they want to chase, and no one wants anything that comes easily. And like, it was literally, it was like, it was, and they would do that. You know, it's like, think about the things you've had in your life that you value the most. You've worked for them, right? Relationships are the same way. Yep. And it was
3: that. Can we all name one thing we got for nothing for no effort that we love I guess the dog I'll tell you what a <laughs> bunch of free books that I that are I free got when, when I was in grad school you could write the uh, the academic companies and tell them you wanted to preview one of their books <laughs> What you wanted to preview one of their books cuz you might use it when you're teaching and so they would yeah. send you a free book and you would have to you were supposed to send it back after a month but they never checked on it. So I, I hope have a there's bunch- a
2: statute of limitations on that, Andy, because you just confessed <laughs> something huge.
3: So I have a bunch of free philosophy books for almost Not no bad. effort. <laughs> almost no effort.
2: But yeah, the rules was always like, um, I'm never free. I'm always in a meeting. Like it was. So, it was like it a was woman really on the go, ridiculous. a working a woman, woman on the go, on the go, and just don't return her text for hours. But then I would always get guys being like. You know, I, I text you and it seems like you don't like read them or something. And, and in my head, I would be like, it's working. They're falling in love. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. do that any longer, but it was, a, it was a stupid rut.
3: How long, wait, how long were you both under the spell of the rules? Also, two questions. Second question: when were these books written? God, good. Question. I think it'd be. I think it feel like the nineties. Yeah, yeah. late nineties, probably. Oh, yeah. I thought you were reading a book written in nineteen sixty-two <laughs> because it
2: sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I thought that. if uh, your if you, if, you <laughs> if your potential mate calls KL 52976 and asks for Sid Caesar, <laughs> no, hang up
4: on him. Is Full nineties. Full nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so you're new to
3: like open wait,
2: wait, conversation. Wait, the other how
3: long were you guys oh. under the spell of oh, the spell this? How the long rules? were you following the, the the
2: rules? Every relationship I ever had until this one. Wow.
3: Yeah. Wow.
4: That's amazing. Wow. I, I would try and do, be that person I, again, never successfully, but I thought my lack of not being able to do it was why I was alone, you know what I mean? Cuz I was like you don't know how to like be difficult and like whatever. I would always be like <laughs> I'm going <laughs>
2: That's a real hard laughing.
4: Okay. Game. I don't know what's so fucking funny to you, Andrew, that you got to bust out laughing in front of company.
3: Okay? Okay? I don't,
4: I don't know. You just <laughs> acted like. <laughs> <sighs> okay oh. see see this is what happened when you let them get too close this that is exactly is, why you have exactly. to keep an emotional distance
2: exactly but it, it truly it was after three months the whole system would collapse basically and then it would be a reckoning for both of us with my partner being like so who exactly are you <laughs> and, and then it would just i'd be like oh i'm actually crazy and ridiculous and stressed all the time and da 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 and then It would still work for years after that, but I always (laughs) thought that's what I had to be to, like, get someone... To
3: reel them in, yeah. To lock
2: them in, exactly. Yeah. Which was not a good idea. I don't recommend it.
3: (laughs) Right? So what changed with this latest relationship, with your current relationship?
2: Well, I think part of it was that um, I didn't really get to see him whenever I wanted. It was just sort of on the weekends, and so it uh, Honestly, it felt a little safer or something. Like, it felt a little bit like I could... You know how when you... I just felt like I could be a little bit more myself um, because I didn't really have to worry about what I wore every time I saw them. You know what I mean? It just felt like day to day I was more relaxed with it. And so it was sort of... And I also never thought it would work out. Like, I never thought it would become what it became. I just thought, like, well, why would it? You're in San Francisco. I'm in LA. Like, I I, I just... And so I didn't take it seriously from the beginning. I think it actually... (laughs) A constructive way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Cause it just chilled me out the entire time. Right. Um, right, right, right. And so I think that sort of helped it, maybe.
4: Yeah, no, that sounds right. I feel like when you don't put pressure on it, I think that's what I felt about us. I was like, like on one hand, I knew like we were gonna like, I was like, just because we're in the same circles, I was like. It's not going to just be a hookup because I'll have to see them. So we got to kind of know if it's like good enough that you want to, you know, like run into them at the very least and have it be chill or something. Let alone a relationship. But yeah. I had also come off of this. I was in a point in my life where, like, because I was shortly after I came back from Australia, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like in this space where I, I had told myself I was like, I'm never going to find a guy who's like gets it. Like, I'm never going to find a guy who can like handle me kind of emotionally, intellectually, like my humor. And so I was kind of like, these hoes ain't shit. That was my mentality.
2: <laughs> I hear you.
4: And then, I re- and then I was like, okay. And then later I was like, okay, this is like somebody different. And I was like, you know what? Try being with somebody who wouldn't be your normal like go to because your normal go to made you depressed you know what i mean like people i was choosing it would always end in like Ani defranco and sadness
2: i you know i read somewhere actually a friend told me this i don't know that like your type isn't who you end up with like your go the person you keep like your go-to like you said Mm -hmm. is like that's sort of just like your crutch or whatever and then like when you finally meet someone and they're not necessarily your go-to it's actually a really good thing
3: Oh good, we've both grown. Who is your go-to, or who was your go-to? Um, I honestly think it was just
2: guys that I thought my parents would love. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was just like truly just someone who I would be able to just fit into my family perfectly. And I think that's also just a lot of shame stuff because my parents don't accept that I'm gay, and it's always they're just so. So conservative no one
4: would be able to fit in with your family,
2: Naomi. It took me years. <laughs> years really? of therapy to recognize that because that's exactly right and so i was trying to look for someone who i thought was like flawless and bulletproof mm. with th- their beliefs and like the truth is no one is just right as a matter of fact you know <laughs> yeah. and probably even if they were accepting still no one is you yeah, know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Just, you're just it's just a bad way to go into something so i think that was like i think yeah. that's what i thought my type was was like someone who just was, I don't know, leave it to beaver or something, you know? Wow. (laughs) It's
4: funny though, because I do think of you, you know, you have a very clean cut, all American 911 on Fox energy, you know? And so when you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, I I see, I can see that two fucking beeves, you know? Just like,
2: just like camping. (laughs) Two fucking (laughs) beeves. Listen, me and my guy are just two fucking (laughs) beeves. camping that's what we do i um,
3: love the idea that also written around the same time as the rules there is another book that's like you're either a beaver or a haskell <laughs> you are you're either yes. the beaver or you're eddie or you're the neighbor eddie haskell i like that I oh like god that.
2: who wants to be a haskell really <laughs> i mean who wants to be either eddie haskell was actually sort of funny I don't know.
3: <laughs> sort but he was a funny. pain in the ass yeah that's true ingra- he was an ingratiating asshole <laughs> yep <laughs> oh my god um wait okay wait so the uh three long termies what are, are you did, did you do casual dating between that casual dating
2: uh, I, did, I did a lot of casual hooking up um mm-hmm. and occasionally that would turn into a date but um I really i i guess a lot of people feel like this I don't like dating and and it all yeah. comes back to I don't like getting dressed up i <laughs> I, I, I actually uh, Hate it. I You're hate in it a fucking so. button down to do this podcast. And like basically under in boxers.
4: Okay. <laughs> this is just. A,
2: I'm fine with a waist up dressing up, but like, yeah, I yeah. barely. I, for instance, I'm, I hate wearing pants more than anything. I hate I it, understand. and that's just a staple. Like everyone wears it. <laughs> I hate it so much, and so really, when it would come. Down to dates, I was sort of like, okay, so what does this mean? I'm going to eat food that's not filling. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to wear pants. <laughs> right. And, a dress uh, shoe, perhaps. A dress shoe, of, you know, <laughs> a, and just, and really when I think about it, like, I don't know. I didn't ever have to do those things. This is, we live in one of the most casual cities in America. Like, <laughs> I could, I didn't have to go there. But um, yeah, I've just never enjoyed dating, just less for the pressure and more for, I don't know.
4: The performance of it. The yeah, performance of exa- it. Yeah.
2: Yes. Exactly. Yeah, it's the work.
4: Dating of it. is work. Definitely. And I think especially right as performers. But also maybe it's work for us. Cause I see like you're not really weighing in here, Andrew. And I feel like is that because like like for instance, if you and I are shape shifting, right? And then also for a living we do comedy and acting, which is its own shape shifting. Sure. No wonder when it comes to dating, it's like, honey, I can't be bothered. I have enough I going
2: f- on. I feel exhausted by it. Like, even even if someone is like, hey, want to FaceTime? I'm like, I, you don't understand. I'm about to faint just from <laughs> saying that. Like, I, I can't imagine a world in which I would be wanting to do that. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. Um, um, which is a flaw, but.
3: <laughs> I wasn't weighing in because I'm just interested in this. Because it's also like, talking to Brian is also kind of a doorway into Naomi. You guys are kind of similar. In a lot of respects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm just here studying like, oh, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, so that's... that's. Uh... You know,
2: I, I'm not lying here, by the way, when I say this. I think you two are tr- truly, like, a goals relationship. And even before, <laughs> when I was dating, after that couple's therapy, after the couple I've done with you, yeah. and just how you all talk about each other online and just lift each other up like that, like, it really is an inspiration. For people who, I've never had what you two have. I really mean it. And like, it just, it's, it's so nice to see. And, and, uh, I do feel like you both are like, I really mean it. And, and, um, I I think you don't know what to do with this feeling. No, (laughs) I know. And I, 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 but, but I I really like, even with dating this guy now, like I just, sometimes I just see what you guys tweet or Instagram and I'm like, (laughs) Oh wow. Yeah. That, that's a you can rib each other but also yeah. like you clearly love each other and support each other and it's just it really is cool just saying so you
4: know, you know I, thank you so much for saying that because i will say that was something that was very important to me in a relationship because i think it was because i spent so much time like trying to fake it you know yep. and to me then when i actually got a relationship i was like this has to be real like i just wanted it like to me the best thing is being able to roast each other yeah, Th- yeah. It, what i cuz that's how i feel closest to people when you can kind of point out each other's foibles when you don't um automatically get defensive like you know because when you roast each other that's someone knowing you well enough to know your shit, mm-hmm. right? And I never really let people know me well enough to know my shit, and so now I like appreciate it completely. Um, that I'm like, that's like literally like the thing where I'm like, oh yeah, that's the real, that's the real. Like I see other couples where I'm like, y'all, y'all not fun. And I don't mean like going out, but I mean the way they interact with each other feels so transactional yep. and fact-based
3: and like... What do you mean by transactional?
4: Well, uh, just, it's very much about like, so what do you want to eat? Where are we going to go? I went to the grocery store today. You ain't even got a funny-ass anecdote to go with it. You it's know a what lot I of, mean? It's a
3: lot of like small talk. Like yeah. a, a suburban yeah. white family. Yeah. Yeah. Can
4: come in all colors,
3: but yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I just think of like, more, like a... Uh, uh, A relationship based on scheduling. Yes,
4: exactly. Well, and I know that obviously that happens to some people too. Once kids get in the picture, because then it really really don't have time. But but I meant like that becomes the core. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's weird.
3: I mean, that is something like I just remember a long time ago, like realizing that a relationship, when you take it for granted, that's pretty much when it ends. Right, I mean you could still it's a zombie after that like it still goes on <laughs> but like that's that's when it gets infected with a zombie virus sure yeah sure is yep. I'm in it so in like it. never like e- at any moment when I start when I start thinking oh I think maybe I'm taking her or this for granted then I'm like all right so what do we what do I do so that uh, she knows that I appreciate her or that I'm not just um I'd have it just dug myself into a rut and I'm waiting for someone to push me down and throw the dirt over me.
4: Okay, another metaphor. (laughs) But like, my thing was like, but that's why sometimes, you know, Andy and I will get into friction because again, we're both creative people, we're always kind of like working on stuff or thinking out loud and so we work on stuff, we have this podcast, we've done other projects and that's why I tend to be very resistant to working together because Mm -hmm. I'm worried in working together, it will then become transactional. You know what I mean? And also, if you get enmeshed in that way, that like you know for instance with couple's therapy where i'm like i always need to make sure and check in that i'm not that i'm still being honest you know what i mean like i don't ever want to feel like i'm performing the relationship or have to sustain the relationship for the audience or totally. whatever the fuck you know yeah just because and that's why sometimes i'll be like it's like i'm always like i don't want to have to do this because i it just i get nervous and we'll have mul- Uh, periods too especially with the pod where it's like all we've done is talk about booking for an entire week and like and it'll be
3: like bitch if you email me one more time from the other (laughs) room don't you email me from the other room and i'm a psycho baby (laughs) a workaholic i can't get enough of it oh yeah yep yeah
2: i have to say though like you both really are in in that way because i i you both really are catches and it's just cool to see that you ah! caught each other. Wow! Really, I mean amazing. it. I really That's, mean it. Wow. No, wow. because I, I, I don't know. I think you're, you're right also, Andy, in that like there's sometimes I I think things that are just like thoughts where I'm annoyed about something that mm-hmm. he's done or relationships past have done or whatever. And I think like, <clears throat> if I say something Shitty, like if I don't actually breathe on this, and if I just say something shitty, then I've said it, and then I could probably feel less critical of myself if I said that again. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want this to go, and by that, I mean that's a bad thing. Like, I don't yeah, want yeah. this to go where I'm comfortable just being annoyed being and saying that, and, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh, and so, uh-huh. I guess that's been sort of good because, um. I do feel more supported in this relationship than I've ever felt. And I do feel like it, I just am able to like talk to someone clearly more than ever. And also, you know, it's just nice to be like, okay, just like, hold on a sec. Don't say that thing because he doesn't deserve it. And then, and you also just should not be allowed to say something like that. <laughs> you know, like, to, to just, to, to, you know, do a rewrite yes
4: yes yeah. take another pass i mean but it's i, I imagine to this extra hard choir, right like because i will say i'm definitely saying more things because there's no one else to say them to totally right? <laughs> you know what i mean so it'll be like he did need to hit that or like t- that was just a pass and I
3: just, do like, you talk to mabel on the walks i talked to the dog on the walks <laughs> and i'm i i have not signed up for next door but i am positive that there are all these <laughs> posts on next doors like do you hear that guy walking around going mabel What do you, why are you doing that? Mabel, no, don't go in there. Oh, what do you, uh, uh, do you do this with Naomi?
2: You know what though? You got to exercise those vocal cords and (laughs) Mabel might think something's extraordinarily interesting that Naomi
1: absolutely does not, you know? That's true, that's true. I don't see other dog hunters. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: Just talking to their dogs (laughs) while they're walking around. (laughs) I just don't see it. And I'm like, am I not seeing them do it? Or am I the weird one?
2: I think the weird ones are the ones who talk to their plants, which is like a whole thing. (laughs) They're like, it's good for the plants. And I'm like, I guess, but I'd rather talk to a dog. At least they have a mouth.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that, we're going to take a quick break and answer some relationship questions with Brian Sashley. Hey, guys, taking a quick break from our wonderful chat with Brian to tell you two things. You may or may not know, Couples Therapy does have a Patreon. And for just $5 a month, you can get two bonus episodes and other bonus content.
3: Yeah, in fact, you know, we put up all the audio from the Twitch shows there. We just told the saga of our trip to Trader Joe's and the blackout that maybe ruined our food. And you gave it all
4: away. It's a story with twists and turns that you must listen to. (laughs) Also, you guys, we do have merch. We have t-shirts and you can go to couplestherapy.merchnow.com and you can get a Couples Therapy logo shirt as well as a Gotta Miss a Bitch t-shirt. So if you want a little something to rep the pod, go online and get that.
3: And you know what? We know that uh, the world is a nightmare right now. Uh, if you don't have any disposable income, but you want to help support the show, there's a bunch of ways to do that. One, you can subscribe to the show. Oh yeah. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Come on, maybe five stars. I think Spotify is starting to do that too. Ooh. So, uh, you know, however you can help, we appreciate it. We just love you. Thanks so much for listening. And now back, back to, to Brian. Brian. We're back. Brian, we have cold questions from uh, our DMs, from voicemails, from Gmail.
2: It's a lot of bragging happening right now. Uh,
3: yes, multiple platforms.
4: Yeah. It is a two-screen experience.
3: Yeah. And uh, let's start with this one. We just received this a week or two ago. And this comes to us from our Gmail, from Dusty. Mabel, you going to behave? I'll see.
2: I love her. I love that growl, even.
3: <laughs> Dear Andy and Naomi, my queens, Ooh. love the podcast, love you both, love it all. So before COVID quarantine, I, (parentheses) a single gay man, had a pretty nice date with a cute guy. He wasn't the perfect person for me, Parentheses some substantial baggage, a bit abrasive, made borderline offensive slash ignorant jokes, Ooh. had a general pop punk vibe that's <laughs> not my speed. <laughs> Pop but I also found fa- <laughs> pop punk vibe. So great. Oh, he is a blink 182 <laughs> dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also found he's got a good heart and he's very attractive. So obviously I had sex with him. <laughs> okay. Soon after that quarantine begins and I'm shut off from everyone, I maintained a little bit of text communication with this guy to maybe have an outlet for human touch and intimacy during these perilous times. With strict isolation of safety practiced by both people to minimize risk, if, when, we get together, of course. (laughs) Very recently, the lockdown in our city was lifted, and because it's incredibly draining to message Tinder matches without any real prospects of going on a normal kind of date, parentheses, I'm super uncomfortable going to a restaurant or any indoor gathering space, even if the governor says we can. So I asked this boy from before times on a date to the park with me. Okay, okay, we're on a journey. Yeah, we During are, the, but I'm I'm on the ride. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is this perfectly fit saves the cat. <laughs> During the date, I again get that same, this isn't a perfect fit for me vibe, but I'm still attracted to him and I'm generally lonely and horny because of quarantine. Natch. Yeah. Plus he's vocally into me and was still talking about the sex we had in March on this most recent date. Feeling sexy and desirable sure is great. Yeah. If I'm less into him than he is into me, but it's so hard to get into the same room as anybody right now, is it okay to keep him around for affirmations and sex? I'm the kind of person that likes to have at least a little bit of conversation with a stranger before getting in their pants and ideally would enjoy the company of someone I'm hooking up with. Should I tread water where I'm at with this guy, swim into the uncharted depths of dating during COVID, or try, or not try for any sex and romance for the time being? Would love your thoughts. Much love, Dusty.
4: Wow. Wow. Okay. I,
2: yeah, what do you think?
4: I don't know. I was gonna ask you. I'm like, what do well, you yeah, think?
2: I, my first instinct is to say that I love that she says he's ignorant and makes really terrible comments, but has a good heart. I guess both things can exist.
4: I do. <laughs> I do, I do. Ignorant jokes, but he
3: has a borderline offenses. Borderline, right, borderline offenses slash ignorant. But
2: he's, but he's a sweet guy. Um, I actually think, and this is listen, this is a an Orange County thing to say, but <laughs> I think I do think I do think that if you're both quarantining, you you sh- you should have sex with him, and that I don't think there's anything, <laughs> you know, and that I don't think there's anything wrong with with you liking him less than he likes you. Um, I also wouldn't need him know. on, but well, that's mm, the thing. I'm like, yeah.
4: I don't know, like that's. Honestly, it was like, do I do I go into uncharted waters? You know, do I um, keep seeing him, or do I not have sex? I'm like, sorry, I say no, had no sex in choir, right? Because I think the problem is, you can say you don't want to lead somebody on, but the very nature of this isolation we're in makes relationships more than they are. There's no re- way they're like
2: one person.
4: Yeah, yeah. And you're saying like, don't see anybody else for two weeks, so we can have the sex. So like, you're that person is. They're attached to you. You get attached. There's no way they're the only one,
3: right? Have either of you dated someone or just hooked up with someone repeatedly? Let's say because once is nothing. But like, <laughs> no, no, someone who like you are very attracted to physically, and or uh, and or they feed your ego in this way, but they like you know liked terrible things like um, <laughs> Frasier. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> Fraser's not terrible. I just don't yeah, know. I yeah. couldn't think of like something. Uh, Blink 182. Blink 182. Pop punk vibes.
2: There used to be a like cabaret review show at a um, at uh, Casita del Campo. Have you guys ever been there? Oh the, yes, yes. The I basement love basement theater. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
4: I've never been, but I, so I'm. I know Which, they have those.
2: They have those like, and they're very kind of queer shows. But so this guy was like, "Oh my god, we have to go to this." um show that they do there called the fruitcake follies it's so funny you're going to die it's the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life we went he was laughing so hard and it was i don't even know how to say this kindly it was the worst piece of shit i've ever seen in my life it was <laughs> actively <laughs> actively unfunny and so stupid like just so stupid uh-huh. and it was like like, to the, 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 it's the kind of thing that isn't even charming in that way it like makes you angry do you know what, yeah. what I mean yeah 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 like, this is so lazy and stupid this is bad for my people you know what I mean it was like self homophobic and just like ugh dreary and um, he was laughing so hard like stuff coming out of his nose like could not contain himself wow. and he was like I'm sorry If you-. he was like did you enjoy it and I was like yeah it was great like <laughs> He's yep. like you didn't seem like you were laughing, and I'm sorry if you don't think that's funny. Like that's gonna be hard for me. And I was like, uh, right, but we had such great sex that I was like, it, but it killed it. It really did. Like it was the days were numbered after Fruitcake Follies.
4: Okay, okay, <laughs> but before Fruitcake Follies, did you know, like, were you, yeah, you know I what I mean? Know. Like you were already like not really vibing. Yeah, humor wise or whatever. Exactly. Okay.
2: Yeah. He, the Getty. Never... Was, he, he said it was boring. I was like, if you're, oh, have you been to the Getty? He was like, yeah, it's so boring. I'm like, well, they have oh. different exhibits like all the time. <laughs> It's like they're constantly changing out the art.
3: That's like, say, like, have you been to the movies? Ah, they're boring. Boring. Ugh, it's so dark.
2: It's like, you can't argue that it's really pretty up there. Right. You right, know, like right. there's that yeah, at least. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the expanse of Los Angeles below, or West <laughs> yeah. Los Angeles below yeah. you. It's yeah. green. It's beautiful and green. Um, what about you, girl? I've,
4: I've done a hookup, but not like a repeated situation. What was, but was, uh, some, what
3: was wrong with this Oh, uh, well, So, many different, so many
4: different ones. You know what I mean? Like when I was in Australia, honey, you know them white boys were problematic. A lot of like, like on one hand, they were like so into me, right? Because they like never saw a black girl. But then it would be like, oh, you're kind of inappropriate. But then it was like, you also think I'm the most beautiful thing you've ever seen, which no one ever has. So I got to lean into this. You know, I was 25 okay was 25 okay so i did some things i'm not proud of i have made a lot I of excuses respect.
2: for people only because they thought i was attractive and i was so shocked <laughs> Do you know what i mean like th- i've made so many excuses for people just being like you're yeah i mean i get what this woman is saying actually it's I, a man excuse me i get what this man is saying
4: god <laughs> you can't believe two men can be together brian Disgusting. the doctor
3: can't operate <laughs> on the boy because She's his mother. (gasps) A doctor is a she.
2: Look, this is what I'm gonna say. (laughs) Maybe relax your anus with somebody else. (laughs) 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 Because actually, Naomi, you turned me around pretty quickly. I think (laughs) just by the nature of this having to be a one-on-one situation or a a one, you know, that does feel like a relationship, even if you don't want it to, it doesn't matter. It feels like it.
4: Right, right. Especially like think about it. You know, he's thinking if y'all go out. 'Cause this was from June, right? So he's thinking about sex he had with you in March. That's a relationship. That person is attached. You know y- what I mean? Like when yeah. you're thinking about some shit from the previous season? Yeah. Or it just blew the dude's mind. Yeah, but you you can't you can't fixate. You Could've can't fixate if it's not a relationship.
2: <laughs> And it's nice to hear wonderful feedback and that's even attractive, <laughs> but like also you have to be really responsible with with that and with this <laughs> dude, I think.
4: <laughs> be the responsible one. Right. Is what we're saying, which sucks. Yeah. I mean, which sucks.
3: Wait. So I, what, can what we do you say? think? I think two things. If he's really honest with the guy and says, I don't think we can ever, a, a, I don't think this is ever going to be a relationship, but if you want to keep hooking up, let's do that. I think that's a possibility. Yeah. Or just don't hook up with, uh, with him. Yeah, I th- I agree with you, Naomi, in that one. There's no, I don't think there's a middle ground here. I, I don't think you have to really it's... be on the same page, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's page. moral to uh, just be like, oh, I hate this guy, but I'm gonna keep fucking him. Right. 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 Through gritted teeth. Well, also, right, nothing sexier than gritted teeth.
4: It's
2: <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs>
4: Well, Dusty doesn't hate him. He just makes ignorant jokes and has a pop-punk vibe, but a really good heart. <laughs> Nothing like saying someone has a good heart. That, to me, is very much like the Southern bless-her-heart. You know what I mean? Like, all we have left.
2: Absolutely. And, and also, like, yeah, you don't want to come out of this situation with, like, crow's feet because you've shut your eyes so hard when you make love with him. Do you know Hello. what I mean? You don't No one, <laughs> everyone's going to come <laughs> out of this probably looking worse because guess what? Naomi, which sucks for us, for everyone, really, Zoom isn't going to be able to be with us in real life where we exactly. can do, I forget, what what is it called again?
4: The touch up my appearance. We won't be able to touch
3: appearance. up our appearance. We're not going to have that. I know. I know. God. Oh, yeah. It. No, I'm going to just, I'm going to, uh, uh, a gauzy, diaphanous <laughs> yeah. kind of like thing, just I'm going to surround myself with it where yeah. I go now. Zoom should come out with like a makeup line
2: just to be like, <laughs> want to look how you did on Zoom?
3: <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> I got to say, I've wanted to, you know what? I thought about when I just said that. I'm like, oh, actually, actually, that would be cool. I've wanted to carry around a parasol for the last year, yeah, because the sun is so. I'm stay. with you, and uh, I w- I'm like, oh, but uh, 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 I can't Carry out a parasol, and then my brain was like, "You can do whatever the fuck you want. Who gives a shit? Carry out a parasol. Wear a weird diaphanous (laughs) thing around your entire body." Yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, this comes to us um, over voicemail. Oh, I love a voicemail. You can you can also call and leave a voicemail three two three five two four seven eight three nine, and let us listen to this together.
0: Hi, Naomi and Andy. This is Natalie. I'm calling from Toronto, and I recently. Found your podcast, After Hearing the Alien on Everyday Decisions with Joe Firestone. um, And I loved binging your back episodes. Okay, can you you tell right now that I'm reading from a script? I get phone anxiety, so I I, I wrote a script and now I'm reading it it to you. Um, So I'm going to continue reading it now. Um, I was hoping to get some advice on how to navigate dating apps. I'm 26 years old and I know a lot of people around my age are using Tinder, Hinge, etc. to meet potential partners, but until this week... I had never downloaded one. A little backstory: I just got out of a two-year relationship with a wonderful person. Um, It was a sad but necessary breakup. We just weren't in the same place in our lives, and um, we're no longer helping each other grow. Uh, But it's been a little bit of time, and I'm feeling ready to go out and date again. But Toronto is very much still in quarantine. So I thought, hey, okay, this is the time to do some dating apps. so, yeah, I got Hinge, and I had to delete it within a few hours. It just feels like shopping for people, and it feels really odd. Um, I do want to give it a go, since meeting people in the world isn't really a possibility at the moment. Uh, so I was just wondering if either of you have any advice for someone trying out dating apps for the first time, um, if you have any experience with them. Uh, I've gone a little off script now, um, uh, so I should probably uh, end this. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and I uh, uh, think you're great.
4: Bye. See, that's why I love the voicemail. She's Because I fabulous. know who she is now. You know what I mean? Rich. Like, I literally, like, I know, you are anxious. You are, like, trying to find, like, the right thing. You know yep. that for, And I'm like, I get it. And I'm like, uh-huh. Because that's you. Like, yeah. You are her. I think we might, we might be sisters. <laughs> that
2: also could speak to why she doesn't like the apps is because she just is... I don't know. Maybe it has that same sense of it. It's just like she's trying to find this. I don't know. She just doesn't know how to use the fucking words that she, she just wants everything to be perfect. Maybe I don't. Maybe. know. Maybe
4: it's also. I mean, she said she's like it feels like it's shopping for people, which is gross. Um, it does
2: kind of feel like that sometimes.
4: <laughs> I mean, have you done much apping? Yeah,
2: I was,
3: that was what I was about
2: to ask. I have done apping pre pre pandemic yeah, and so. But oh yeah, I've done it. I've always sort of. Thought it was kind of fun. Um, But I'm also not, I don't know. I'm also not a a woman. I think there is a difference there where we're like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. You could be murdered
4: or more likely to be
2: murdered. Yeah, exactly. And like, (laughs) I think just the stakes maybe are a little, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's sexist of me, but I I just feel like it's a little bit, guys are fucking gross. Like they just don't. (laughs) They're just disgusting. And they say things that are disgusting. And um, And they lie about what they look like, what they're doing. You know what I mean? There's just a lot more of that, where if that can be kind of exhausting and I don't know, but I do think that actually, first of all, it seems like everyone in Toronto is like a dream come true. So I would hope it'd be a little simpler there in terms of meeting someone. But I think, I guess if you're not going to use apps, then it really depends on like what activities you're interested in. And, Honestly, yeah. I, I don't know what the even the movement is up there uh, with, with Black Lives Matter, but there are so many sub-organizations of this now. Like, I'm in one called White People for Black Lives Matter that meets <laughs> a lot just to be, get more informed and stuff. And, and I don't know. I feel like if you are active even in something like that, especially – I would normally say if you're a religious person, lean into that because all anyone wants to do is set you up. But <laughs> you know what I mean. Like if you go to church yeah, or a synagogue yes. or something, they're just like all into it. But um, I don't you know. If meet there's... my grandson,
3: maybe. Exactly.
2: <laughs> He's a Kanish salesman. Exactly. <laughs>
4: you're terrible.
2: Or just go into yeah, go into uh, delis and <laughs> gift <laughs> basket stores gym. or church <laughs> bargain basements. You know, whatever. <laughs> just say, like, do you have a son or a grandson? <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe if there's a way that you can feel active right now and find find people you can connect with that way. I just, I, but I've always felt like meeting someone at a bar is the same thing as meeting someone online. At,
3: really, isn't it? I've never found that. It's always scared the living shit out of me to meet someone in person at a bar. To yeah. anything, up, right up to Naomi, anything where I had to actually show my actual emotion, risk- showing my emotions to people. And um, attraction is an emo like being attracted to someone is, a, uh, and letting them know that is a risk. So. A big one. Yeah. <laughs> so I never want, I, I, everything had to be behind a brick wall and they had to take the first risk. And then I'm like, oh, it's safe.
2: <laughs> so what you, yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you think? Do you, how would you, I, won't, I wouldn't even know how to tell someone to meet someone pre-pandemic.
4: I know I mean I always say like get into activities but I also think here's a question though. when it comes to online dating because she's like it feels like a shopping do you go by the picture or do you go by the profile I assume on I don't know how hinge works like do people have to actually fill something out I feel like Tinder is very big you know they barely have to say anything it's just like four pictures and keep going but I think you can do it the way you want to do it you can go online you just may not match with many people because you're going to want someone who like Gives you details in their profile and like, you know,
3: what shows sh- a little bit of their personality. What if I started a dating app where they, r- you would run a background check on the men? That's a and great idea. If and something I, came up, you, you you wouldn't tell the men; you would just put it on their profile. <laughs> is Bumble is
2: Bumble a thing that sort of sifts that a little better?
4: I think it's women
2: have to make the first move on right. Bumble because it think. does seem actually like now. With online dating is actually a very safe time to do it, because well, you're no. obviously starting over Zoom or FaceTime or something. Um, right, right. You're not and gonna so be it expected seems to like, meet up immediately. But I wonder what happened in that week with her that it, it was just awful.
4: I know. Maybe it was hours. She said she, she said, said hours after hours. Because I'm assuming when on oh, those apps, you know, like when someone's new, I think their profile like shows up for people. Yeah. And I can also wonder if, for instance. It is. It depends on your personality. Like for instance, like Brian, you're outgoing, you're talkative, you're funny. So the work of online dating, which is on the app, is like banter and shit. You can do that. Like that's right. fun. It's like. A, But
3: people who don't want to do all that shit. When we when we borrow when someone's like, oh, why don't you swipe for me? We've done that to a couple friends. We love to swipe. Yeah, yeah, that is fun. It's so fun. fun. It's fun to message for them because you get to come up with like a perfect line, and then it doesn't (laughs) matter if they don't like it. Who cares? It's not me. It's it's Michelle that has to deal with the fallout. But that guy wanted to meet up with her. Oh, yes. I said, a friend of ours, we were at a <laughs> wedding, and she was, she was looking at Tinder or something, and I'm like, oh, hey, that's really fun. Do you mind if I help out? And she's like, yeah, that's great. And then a guy, th- we found a guy that she liked, and I, uh, they matched, and then I sent him a message that says, you look like someone that would kill me.
4: Yep, yep, he had a murdery face. And then he <laughs> laughed. He like left and then it was like and then literally like within an hour she's like i think we're meeting up tonight and, oh, like, right. she got <laughs> her phone back <laughs> and like made my it friend
2: ben one time asked if he could message people on my grinder he's straight and i was like yeah sure <laughs> and i guess he thought it was like a place where he could just come up with the truly filthiest scenarios possible and there was like <laughs> less risk and he was sort of right in that like he would say these <laughs> disgusting things like hey um really into brown showers exclusively and then <laughs> exclusively. After, yeah, <laughs> and then, then afterwards would love for like you know you to go down on me but I don't want to wipe it was so gross and everyone was <laughs> oh, like
3: no. Oh,
2: no. and everyone was like cool I can meet up at six but I don't know if I'm down for the first part but <laughs> like, the out it was so great. No one ever said, no one ever gave him a hard no.
4: Really? Yeah. It
2: was, it was just like all caveats. Like, yeah, I I would feel comfortable trying the first one, but then, I don't know, I'm not into the second part. And then <laughs> other times he would be like, hey, do you mind if we hook up and just watch The Hangover three times in a row? And he'd be like, <laughs> I'd be down to watch it once.
3: <laughs> it was shocking. Is but, that a testament to to how good looking you are?
2: No, you know, no. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine because I think I was one of those dopes that just had like a chest picture.
4: Because uh-huh. I
2: was like scared to show my face while he was saying is that
4: things. yeah? What is that about? There's a lot of just chest pictures. I, and there is, it, is. J- is it just because like, y- what is
2: it? I think because it's s- such a sex focused site that maybe people don't initially want to show their faces.
4: But isn't that like, that's key for the sex to happen. It is, it
2: is key. And so, then later, sometimes they'll message them privately to people.
4: I see, and then be like, "Give me a face pic." Exactly. Uh, I see,
2: exactly. But okay, but that, but people who normally show their facebooks are generally you get the vibe that they're up for more than just sex. Okay, because that means okay. they're serious if they're showing, <laughs> showing their, their fucking face. face. Is serious? So stupid. Oh God. But yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I would say activities. I would I would just get involved and then
3: ask. Or is this just, is, here's the thing, is Quar just, if you're single, it's just about celibacy now, for, until, until there's a vaccine. And
2: probably everyone is so super horned up that she was probably getting filthy shit messages.
3: That's what I, exactly, like, people saying stuff, and then, like,
4: and then I think because, again, we're all all in quarantine, because I I remember that's the thing I didn't like about online dating, was, like, this, um, uh, what's it, the pressure to like message back right away or to really mm-hmm. keep up the conversation. And I would imagine that now we're all home. People are like, okay, let's just like, I am all day. Yeah. You know, the equivalent <laughs> of like doing that. And you'll be like, right. I don't even know you. I don't want to talk to you yeah. some more. Like,
3: it's like its own set of problems.
4: It is, so like, it's like, I don't know, make some it? friends, like, I guess. like, jerk
3: off over Zoom? Like, what is the? Probably. I
4: know somebody was like, they were like talking to some guy and then finally he was like, can I see a nude pic? You know, like trying to get there. And she was like, no. And it was like the end of the conversation. But I so guess ridiculous. it's like, that's what it is. Like, what what you, you got to do in a pandemic.
2: Also, like, I don't know. It just seems like there's so many creative ways that people are meeting up now. That maybe if there was just a, i mean and i mean virtually not um, yeah, yeah, yeah. in person but it does just seem like if you got involved with this is the worst idea but i know that there's all these online like treasure hunt things now where like what? you what, like, what are it's you like saying? a it's like a big zoom that people are doing treasure hunts of like online what? virtually but also together that sounds crazy <gasps> this and then sounds they ra- insane. they raise money for like a good cause or something every week <laughs>
4: You're doing a treasure hunt from your house. You mean they
3: like log onto a website and find a word? Yeah, oh. but everyone's on camera. Oh, I was gonna say maybe it's like on Google Earth. Don't you, you
2: probably think there's like a Toronto happy hour, cocktail hour, some sort of social thing happening on Zoom? Yes,
4: yes. Maybe something I'm like sure. that. Yeah, but it's like hard. You know, have you you've done like a Zoom group? Anything, yeah. right? Yeah. Talking, it's like hard to talk to a group because, like, you want to talk to one person, but then everyone else has to stop what they're doing and watch you talk. That's yeah. the worst.
3: Yeah. Oh, God. It's every party is just everyone in a circle.
4: It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and just one comment at a time. You are
2: so, <laughs> right. and then it's a lot of like group, like, ha 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 and then you just wait for like who's going to talk next. Yeah, and who's going to talk next? Who's it's gonna like talk y- next? your best one of my best friends who lives in New York had a Zoom birthday party and there were like, you know, 15 people on it and it was like we had all met for the first time. <laughs> and we all these friendships go way back, they're like from college, but it was like everyone just was talking like how how so how are you? What are you doing? Okay, <laughs> cool, cool.
4: I literally didn't have anything to say in a Zoom birthday that I just literally talked about how Mabel has a benign
3: breast lump.
4: <laughs> Mabel the dog. And then that's pretty Andy was good. like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't have anything else to say. I hit,
3: hit butte and people just see me go like. like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just For the listeners. good conversation starter. <laughs>
4: I don't know what to say. For the listeners,
3: I had a furrowed brow and waving, waving his hands, hands around. Like an
2: inflatable and... thing outside of a dealership. Uh, you could also, by the way, It might be fun for your friend if you were like, hey, will you just send out some messages for, or like vet some people for me? No.
4: Oh, oh, like she can like have her friend log into the Hinge. Yes, yeah. that is a good option, yes, I think. That's if cr- you don't want to be on it, like have your friend give them your password or whatever, right. let them make some choices for you. Oh, that's someone who, that loves you, someone who loves you. Things that aren't
2: you. fun for you are so much fun for other people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. We'll do it, actually. tell. Okay, if you want to <laughs> message me or Andy, you want to d- DM Couples Therapy Pod, tell me everything you're looking for, tell me the last time you cried and your favorite movie, and I will find you a person. <laughs>
2: That's definitely lead in every conversation with hey, just initiate everything with like, hey, uh saw your profile, really liked it. The last time I cried, and just get <laughs> right into it.
4: You have to know that it's revealing
3: the last I would, time I cried. It's a great that. question. What? I would really appreciate that. Oh, yeah. If someone asked you that. That's my problem. Like they and I got together before Tinder or any of these things were around, but Okay, Cupid, and I went on a couple Okay, Cupid dates, and the thing I hated about it, I hate small talk. I don't mean that in like obviously, if I'm at a party, I'll have small talk. Like I don't, I know, I'm not like the asshole like who's just like, uh, oh, sorry, I only talk about deep subjects. No, (laughs) uh, I know
2: what you mean though.
3: But like, I don't enjoy doing it, Mm -hmm. and I'm naturally at parties. I naturally gravitate towards the people where we're gonna have deeper conversations. Right, 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 right. Pretty quickly.
4: Well, yeah, it's like usually I like it, but it's it's such a litmus test. Like Andy's thing, you know, especially being in like an industry, right, where like every most parties you go to are other people doing what you do. Yeah, and especially in L.A., everything feels like a fucking mixer here. Like the damn doctor's office is like, do I leave a headshot?
2: One hundred percent.
4: But like, what Andy will do when we go, he'll he'll say he'll he'll go. He goes, how are you feeling inside? And it literally tells you who, like whether you're gonna be cool with somebody. Cause certain people are just like, <laughs> like they like either laugh thinking it's a bit, or they just give some glib answer. And then other people are like, huh, that's like a really interesting question actually. I wasn't thinking yeah, about it. And then that's the person we end up in a corner with all night who like gets into it. Because <laughs> that's like yeah. the
2: most fun about a party, especially if you can have a conversation. Like I, my fantasy is for someone to say, what are you working on to me? And for me to say, you know that we both hate that question. <laughs> like. <laughs> Let let's just get to something else. But that's a better way to do it. How are you feeling yeah. inside? That's how great. you feel
3: inside. It saved me so many times. It saved me in the back corner of UCB Chelsea. It <laughs> saved me sure. at all the WGA mixers. It really I mean, it didn't get me any jobs or <laughs> work or anything like that. But I didn't I didn't walk out of there hating myself.
2: Uh, I also feel yeah. like no one gets jobs coming out of those things. So you might as well just like have a great time. Yeah, or right, an interesting time. Food.
4: Yeah. <laughs> interesting time. I had an interesting time.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> there, it, it is. Sorry, I just totally lost my train of thought it's within okay. like one second. It can hey, happen. Listen. It's okay.
4: It happens. We're in
2: choir.
3: We're here to love.
4: Wait for it. Wait for, wait for
2: it. it. Wait for it.
3: Find it. Not. What was the exact talk.
2: question? How do you feel inside? I'm literally going to write it down.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's how That's are you feeling really inside? Nice. Or how are you feeling in your heart? Yeah, because th- I mean, this is where it comes no, from. That I seems be- like a
2: game changer in small talk. I'm not. kidding. It is.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you got it. You gotta like upend the whole system. Oh, what really? you, oh, this is what I was gonna say. What are you working on? No one. It's not that. It's not even that no one gives a shit. It's that unless it's like, oh, I uh, I'm working on SNL or the next modern family or whatever, no <laughs> one gives it. No, it one doesn't gives, matter. Even it if you have matter. something you're doing, no one gives a shit. No yeah. one gives a shit so, because
2: then it's just like, Oh, what's it about? And everyone doesn't want to answer that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that sort of thing of like, Oh, I'm about to tell you about something that you've never heard of. And that I'm trying to wrap my head around. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, how fun is that conversation? Yeah. I, I
3: know. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, also, the other thing out here is I didn't like, especially at those WGA mixers, you could see people's demeanor change. It was like right around when we had sold a show to Comedy Central and you saw people's demeanor change when it went from like, who's this fucking uh, butthole to, right. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. got a, he's got a show in a network. Yeah, Okay.
4: Yeah. It's like, Oh God, the way people's eyes light up yep. when they think you might be able to give them a job.
2: It is the blessing. You know? And I don't mean to sound disgusting here, but it is, I'm so grateful that we are multi-hyphenates and not just act, an actor or like you know what I mean. Yeah, that, I think that's when it gets really dirty and mean and like also just everything is riding on this one interaction. You're yes, having everything's where,
4: riding on one thing. Yeah, it's yeah, easier yeah. to be a Definitely. little more grounded.
2: I think when I don't know you're doing a few things. Maybe I don't know,
4: I will. honey. I honey, I ain't never been grounded. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm out I of my either.
2: damn mind. I am. I am. I am out of my mind, sun up to sundown in various (laughs) forms, from mild to extreme. You're right.
3: (laughs) I'm the perfect child, because I ain't never been grounded.
4: Okay.
3: (laughs) Mic drop. Boom. (sighs) Brian, (laughs) thank you for joining us today.
4: Thank you so much for coming on Couples Therapy. It's a joy to see you, to talk to you, to hear from you.
2: I love you both so much, and I'm going to put you on the spot and ask. So I have an advice show called Ask Rana. Mm Mm-hmm we'd love for you both to come on as, as relationship experts of if course, you ever feel yes. like it. Okay, great.
4: Oh my God. I 100%. would
3: love to. Okay, good. All day, every day.
2: So we'll set that up.
3: Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Great. Love that. That's lovely. Thank you. Please.
2: Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> Thank you. This was so fun. And, um, I really do think the world of both of you, truly. Oh,
4: we are obsessed with you. So yeah. it really works yeah. out. Yeah. yeah God. Finally all, yeah. a
3: reciprocal were, relationship yeah. in life. You know, I, I if, if we're playing each other compliments, I, Every time I see you perform, uh, all I want to do is be you. That's yeah. so
4: nice. He like said after I remember like afterwards he's like he's like I want to be like Brian is on stage. Like wow. he's just like he's like I want he's like I want that. He's like comfortable. He's present. He's like having fun. He's he's like in his. What, I feel like one time he said he's in his body. <laughs> it was like one thing he said. Wow, like,
2: thank you. So that's a hu- that's a huge compliment, and I never I've never really heard it that way before, and it's feels great. I have to be honest. Good, so I w-
4: mean every word. Um, all right, you guys, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week on another episode of Couples Therapy. Bye.
0: Bye.